Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which options might work in their case. And if you feel you're stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Today, I'm again with my teammate and fellow health coach, Jennifer Gauguin. Welcome to the show, Jen. Glad to be back. That is wonderful. And today, we thought we'd talk a little bit about skin, skin health, and uh, what nutrition and essential oils and uh, the right topical treatment can do for common skin problems. I know you had quite some experiences with acne. Tell oh us a little gosh. bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, well, I've had acne since, well, as long as I can remember, probably, well, 16, let's say, mm. high school. Um, something that, you know, I've always been, always believed that it's, you know, on my dad's side of the family, uh, my brother um, always had acne cousins. So just, you know, never really thought much of it other than these specific um, you know, explanation that it's in your blood type mm -hmm. thing. It's hereditary. So, um, and I would say it certainly is, there is a disposition right. to get acne, but it, I wouldn't say it's hereditary, but it, it, it's a, it's a disposition that yeah, people have. Yeah, exactly. But mm -hmm. like you said, you're not necessarily stuck it, with it. Yes, or, I agree. Yeah. So, um, really spent the majority of my life, I suppose, going back and forth the dermatologist um, so, you know, taking everything from birth control pills, tetracycline, minocycline, um, different topical um, ointments, facial washes, all those types of things. Um, finally, when I got to university, um, it was getting really bad, probably. It was probably the worst, I guess, that, that it's ever been. Um I just I saw a doctor at Student Health that, who um, talked me into Accutane, which is really mm. the be all end all for mm -hmm. acne sufferers. It is very effective yes. in drying out the skin and in treating cystic and severe inflammatory yes, acne. Yes, exactly. But it has severe side effects. It does. It does. And for me, I was lucky. It wasn't too bad. Uh, my lips were really dry, um, would peel, but, um, I, you know, there are a lot more severe, like other than that everybody gets a dryness, but um, it wasn't too much worse than that for me, thankfully. Mm -hmm. I, I had a little bit of problems with my vision, but uh, mm -hmm. was also from 
excessive contact lens use. And it's very important that people keep on birth control while they take it. Well, because exactly. Because it will That's right. hurt the embryo. It will make your child sick. That's right. They um, they make you do mm. um, a pregnancy test every month just mm. to just to make sure. Um, and you do it for six months. And then um, you have to, to be off it, I think, for six before you could do another round of it. Mm. Um, so I did it. Um for six months and oh I forget how much longer after maybe a year or something after I went back to my dermatologist um, at home and he he said oh that wasn't it didn't work because it wasn't a high enough dose she didn't huh. give you um, as much as as what you needed so I did it again at the quite a bit higher um, dosage of it and it, it it worked. It definitely worked. Oh, um, yeah. My skin was quite a bit better, um, cleared up. But and I was hoping at the time that that would be the end of it. Mm. Um, I think gradually, over the last ten fifteen years, um, after that, started to kind of creep back again mm. a bit. Um, when I was pregnant, my face was the best I think it's ever been. <laughs> And uh, now, if that's not a hint, what's the cause of it? Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, is. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was wonderful um, during both pregnancies. Mm-hmm. My my skin was was really good, um, but then after I I noticed that my skin changed quite a bit, and I started getting acne more so on my neck, which I never ever had before. It was mostly on my cheeks, around like my my chin, uh, around the mouth. Um, so. I I decided at, at that point I was kind of tired of, of doing all the different drugs and creams and all they did was dry my skin out. Mm. Um, so I thought I decided to go, um, I looked at, to a natural route mm. and uh, I saw a naturopath. I, I did some, um, some um, food intolerance testing mm-hmm. and it came back that I was intolerant to dairy mm-hmm. and refined sugar. So I I cut that out and, well, pretty much um, gradually and noticed um, quite a big difference. But it would still flare up quite a bit, um, mm-hmm. especially uh, like hormonal. So I thought, Once well... Once your period, so before the period. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. So I thought maybe I'll... I'll it had been a while since I had seen a dermatologist, so my family doctor sent in a referral, and I thought, well, I'll try it again. Maybe things have changed. It's, you know, it's been 15 years. There mm. could be new stuff. So I got all prepared and, and you know, kind of took note of everything that I had taken over the years and different treatments I've done and um, saw a new dermatologist. And I went in and, and, you know, she took a good look at my skin and she said, um, she said, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cystic acne. It's hormonal. There's not really anything you can do. Um, <laughs> basically that, you know, you're stuck with it. Um, but Accutane is your best, mm-hmm. um, best bet. Like that's the thing, the one that has the best results. And, you know, I, I had told her up front that, you know, I did Accutane twice. I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, I'm getting, you know, older, it can lead to liver issues, Um, not something I'm willing to do again. And, you know, she said, she kind of, you know, urged me to think about it a little bit more and, Mm. you know, come back and see her. 
Um, needless to say, I didn't go back. Um, <laughs> I, I had told her that I saw a, uh, a naturopath and did the... Um, Diet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just kind of asked her what, what she thought about that with the dairy. And, and she said, no, no, no. Dairy, she said, food doesn't, you know, really have... There's no scientific proof. Um, the only studies have found that there may be a slight difference between, um, I think it was 2% milk and, and skim Mm. that can lead to acne a little bit. And I walked out of there and I I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I was just, she just didn't spend any time with me to, to talk about. So she didn't even ask you if you had any experiences with or without it. No, nothing, nothing. It was just, yeah, cystic Mm. acne, Mm. Accutane. See ya. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, I as a conventionally trained dermatologist myself, right. uh, I practiced in Germany. I saw quite a few acne cases, mm-hmm. and I had basically the same approach because that's what you get taught in school. Right in medical school, they teach you acne. Yes, there's no studies said that, uh, that there is studies done, mm-hmm. and the results was it was not influenced by nutrition. Okay, but they did not really compare. People that ate a whole food, right? Organic diet, right? With somebody that ate junk food. Mm-hmm. So the studies in my books are flawed, right? But and I did studies myself during my dissertations and my husband's mm-hmm. dissertation, my ex-husband's, and I must say I came to the conclusion that you can explain nearly everything mm-hmm. with a study. And many studies are not only flawed, but will be falsified. Right. And I've seen colleagues that falsified their studies just to get them published. Right. Or to get funded by the pharmaceutical industry. And now that is that is a sad thing, but it happens. It is, and it does. And I don't want People to discredit scientific studies. There are very good studies out there, but I always tell people you have to be skeptical of what you hear in the media. That's right. And what, even what anybody tells you, even what I say, because even Buddha said that, mm-hmm. because you are the boss of your health. Exactly. And you are the best judge of your body. Exactly. Nobody and knows your body better than you do. You are so mm-hmm. right. And yep. the best approach in my books is see what works. That's right. And I like what Dr. Phil says. Everybody knows him from the... <laughs> How does it work for you? <laughs> I like that. And it's so true. That's a good question. Yeah. How does it work for you? And if cutting out conventional dairy mm-hmm. works, hey, good for you. Do it. That's right. And everybody really should eat no conventional sugar or less That's right. conventional sugar. Now, there is no real intolerance for sugar. Mm-hmm. There's, it's not in the case of an allergy. There's no right. allergy to sugar. Sugar it's is just, a natural substance. Right. But the isolated sugar that we eat without any nutrients. Yeah, it's just so refined. It doesn't add nothing to our nutrition. Exactly. There's no value. And it hurts us. That's right. And in my books, conventional dairy, mm-hmm. nowadays, the cows are kept in concentrated animal right. feedlots. They get fed grain instead of grass and it's gmo grain that too Mm -hmm. it contains all kinds of toxins exactly and cows are never meant to eat grain no cows are are, are herbivores they want to eat grass 
and it is not natural to feed them grains. And they get hormones on top of it. Exactly. And what they do, what they never did before, 200 years ago, when you study the history of it, what they did with cows, when they had a calf and they wanted the milk, they mm -hmm. waited six months before and after they were pregnant before they used the milk for human consumption. Oh, okay. Because of all the hormones that the cows produce, they don't right. even have to be added to the milk. But cows themselves, when they get pregnant, as every pregnancy knows, mm -hmm. produce large amounts of all kinds of hormones. That's right. So they are in the milk. And nowadays, the cows get milked immediately yep. until... They, the birth of the calf, yep. and three months after the calf is born. Okay. So the modern milk has way more hormones than it ever had. Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize that. Oh. And you think about the amount of milk that an average person drinks is it's quite a bit. bit. Yeah. Many yeah. people, especially children, get a lot of milk to drink. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the problem is also that this treatment of the cows if you believe in energy medicine or not in my books when the animal you eat from lived an unhappy and unnatural life mm -hmm. the food will have that energy in it and won't be good for you yeah i i agree with that yeah. but that is certainly something that modern science doesn't support no definitely not <laughs> but hey uh, a thousand years ago they believed the earth was flat <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah. And they wanted to uh, to to kill Galilei for saying that the sun is not the right. that the earth is not the center of the universe. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, things God change. knows what in 500 <laughs> years will be current science and yeah. they will say oh in the stone ages in the 2030th century God knows what happens and <laughs> what they said. <laughs> and this brings us to the end of the first half of today's broadcast here on 97CIOE FM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more fun with Jen Gauguin. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and I am here with today's guest, Jennifer Gauguin. Thanks for being here again, Janet. Thanks for having me again. So in the first half, we talked a little bit about acne mm -hmm. and your experiences with conventional medicine right. and that it kept your acne going for now uh, 30, 40 years. Pretty much. <laughs> it's <laughs> not want, 40, but... <laughs> well, no, you're just 40 now, so you have, didn't have it from birth, I assume. No. <laughs> Some people do, but it's rare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just thought, why does our conventionally trained dermatologist not learn anything about that acne, for one, can be influenced mm -hmm. by food, 
and by the toxins in the food, exactly by the hormones in the food, mm -hmm. by the antibiotics in the yeah, food. That's right. By the gut health or the microbiome, and yep. the the bacteria in the gut, as we said in the first show, mm -hmm. they make out most of our cells. Yeah, that's right. Ninety-five percent of our cells are bacteria that live in us and on us. Mm -hmm. And that is quite fascinating. So we have to cultivate them. For sure. Yeah. And I find what we do often is that we give antibiotics internally and externally yeah. to treat acne, which is effective in the short run. Yes. But I truly believe in the long run, we have to nourish our skin bacteria and get the good ones going. A hundred percent. Yep. That's why I propagate probiotics, mm -hmm. which actually have been proven that children that have peanut allergies, right. when you just give them probiotics, 70% okay. can eat peanuts again. Now, don't try that at home. No, A peanut exactly. allergy can be deadly. Yes. If you want to do it, discuss it with your doctor, exactly. especially if it's a serious allergy. Oh, my gosh. But that is a scientific study. Mm -hmm. And we discussed the benefits and problems of scientific studies in yeah. the first half. Mm -hmm. And I find what helps for acne, what I did after I learned a little bit more about natural health, uh, I was a naturopath in Germany, too, which is possible in Germany right. quite easily compared with here, where you yeah, have to study yeah. everything over. So in Germany, you have to take a six-month course okay. to be a naturopath when you are already a physician. It makes much more sense that yes, way. Yes, and much more. it opened my eyes. And I thought, oops, maybe we should try a real good biological mm -hmm. yogurt. Okay. And that works on the That's face, a nice yogurt pack. Mm -hmm. But it has to be organic yogurt. Right. And it has to be a yogurt that hasn't been pasteurized. Right. Many yogurts that you buy, even if they say uh, uh, biologic, when you yeah. look at it, they're pasteurized. Yeah, that's right. And they don't contain any living strains anymore. Mm -hmm. So they're worthless. Yep. And harmful because often they contain a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. So the only yogurt I buy now is uh, organic, plain, full-fat yogurt. Right. Greek? I'm, Greek is okay or yeah. regular yogurt. It's okay. not much difference unless the Greek yogurt is just basically strained regular yogurt. Right. Okay. Okay. And I find that quite effective. Also, natural substances that you can use topically, a yeah, paste of exactly. cucumbers. Mm -hmm. you, if you don't mind the color, you mentioned before, turmeric, yep. great stuff. That's if right. you don't mind the yellow color yeah, or black cumin seed, like That's it right. is in the rain soul supplement, great stuff. All anti-inflammatory. Yeah, all anti-inflammatory yeah. and it actually works. That's one of the things that I've come to learn that, I mean, acne is inflammation and inflammation leads right back to your gut health. Yes. So it was only when I really understood um, the problem, like for me, um, with the dairy and uh, and the sugar, I guess, that eating, eating, you know, I, I was always a, a big milk drinker, cheese, my favorite, um, you know, so I, I've had a lot of dairy my whole life, not realizing. Um, and it was only, you know, since doing the course and talking to different people 
that I realized that my body can't properly break down the enzymes that's in the dairy, and then it stores it as toxins. And for me, the toxins come out in the form of um, acne. For other people, it comes out as eczema. That's right. Or, eczema, mm-hmm. psoriasis, autoimmune diseases. Exactly. It's all linked to the inflammation it caused is. by the destruction of the gut flora and That's the right. gut health that we cause by toxins, antibiotics, and not just the antibiotics we take from the doctor, no, which some of them right. are life-saving. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. Oh, my gosh. But yes. after an antibiotic, you should always fix your gut. Right. And often we overlook that many toxins in the environment, mm-hmm. like the glyphosate, right. was originally an antibiotic or still is an antibiotic. So if we eat foods high in glyphosate, and mm-hmm. 95% of the foods nowadays are all GMO foods yep. are, yep. we destroy our gut flora. Exactly. And that's why we're, we're getting these conditions. It's yes. why you hear a lot more about them mm-hmm. than you would have like 20 years ago. Allergies are rampant. Exactly. And no wonder the cause that I always say of all the allergies and Yes, it's not scientifically proven, right? But it's very likely, and yeah. there are studies that think that it's that 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 make it make it uh, plausible mm-hmm. that when we eat those toxins and get the wrong bacteria, we get what it's called leaky gut. Yeah, and leaky gut is still not a term that is accepted in conventional no, medicine, which right. is a shame. Yeah, and that means that the cells in the gut move apart. Right. And when the cells move apart, food particles mm-hmm. that out. we are normally not noticing that get mm-hmm. broken down normally before they reach the immune system and the bloodstream. That's right. Bigger food particles re- reach the uh, lymph cells, the Im- immune system. Mm-hmm. And the immune system looks at it and said, I don't know what that is. That's I right. better react to it. Yep. And whoops, we have a food allergy or sensitivity. That's right. And not all food allergies are the immediate type. The immediate type are best known. The peanut oh, allergies, exactly. like, you keel over and are dead. That's right. That's a typical swollen peanut. Tongue. Yeah. Swollen yeah, tongue. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but many allergies are slowly delayed Exactly. Type. Well, right now I've been dealing with my, my youngest son, mm-hmm. my five-year-old. Yeah. Um, Back just back in the fall, um, when he started school, yeah, started with this little rash like th- um, on the bottom on soles of of, of mm-hmm. his feet. Started on one foot, um, you know, it was really itchy. Uh, took him to the doctor, and you know, they didn't thought it might have been a planter's wart. Even mm-hmm. um, one doctor mm-hmm. thought. Um, anyway, it, it progressively after you know a couple of trips to the walk-in to the IWK. Um, came to, to find out. He finally got to uh, to see a dermatologist. Uh, turns out it was the same dermatologist that I saw with my uh, with my acne, <laughs> the chances of that. But um, anyway, he's got this um, severe form of um, of eczema called dyshydrotic. Mm-hmm. And his, his little feet, like he, he missed two weeks of school. Yeah. They blistered. They it's peeled. It's very painful. He couldn't walk. Uh, he was crawling around Mm. on the floor and um you know like they couldn't believe you know that it was so bad for they've never seen it like in in a five-year-old and um you know our our course of 
medication and that we're still dealing with. I mean, they gave them steroids, uh, steroids, cortisone, uh, helping fast, yep. which is appropriate to start with. Oh, yeah. With. And we had to clear up, like, the infection. Yeah. Um, he had to take it and, mm-hmm. and uh, had to, like, both topical and internal. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I, I took him back for a follow-up there uh, just before Christmas, and and uh, the dermatologist came in and she said, uh, you know, like, are you using anything different on his feet? Like, because I had told them that I was using some of the essential oils before. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I wanted to, to do, look at some natural, uh, options. And she said, are you using anything natural on his feet? <laughs> what a I, I thought to myself, what is wrong with this? <laughs> well, it just anything made no natural. sense to me. Anything natural. That's so, a good question. Yeah. Maybe you should have said, yes, I'm using water. <laughs> Or in the summer, I'm using sand and mud and sea and ocean water. Oh, my gosh. And they recommended, like, bleach baths for them, Mm -hmm. like Javix Mm -hmm. in water. And I just thought, I I can't. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. So I I use some tea tree. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of other alternatives out there. Tea tree oil is fine, mm-hmm. or what also is very good and inflammatory and fast working is long boot black tea. Okay. And of course, cool down or chamomile. Right. Very good anti-inflammatory. Right. Frankincense is anti-inflammatory. Yep, for sure. There's many essential oils and natural substances there that is. can heal inflammation. Yep. Not only on the skin, but also in the gut and exactly. in the body. Mm-hmm. And the rise of autoimmune diseases, oh skin diseases, allergies is all related to our modern lifestyle. That's right. It's not just the genes. It is epigenetic. Yes. That means you have a disposition and through your lifestyle, it gets brought out. That's right. Yep. Because years ago, we didn't have that many allergies. No. We didn't have that no. many autoimmune diseases. We didn't have that much cancer, heart attacks, strokes, no, not like now. diabetes, mm-hmm. whatever. It's the modern lifestyle. Exactly. Wow, it is amazing and (laughs) nice experiences. It's always fun to talk about it. And I hope I never said anything that uh, um, unimaginable, like did you put anything natural on your skin? (laughs) Not that it's uh, inappropriate to ask what you put on it because essential oils can be allergenic. Exactly. That is totally correct. Yes. But... She should have asked, what did you put on? Mm-hmm. Any essential oils? <laughs> oh, well. But the distrust of anything natural exa- is sad. It's just discounted. Yeah, it just really discounted. Is. Yeah, we know better, and it's. I hope the listeners slowly learn a little bit more about it right. and take the de- make the decision to educate exactly. themselves exactly. about and yep. try it out mm-hmm. and see Ask what questions. works for them? Ask questions. Yeah. Hire a health coach. Doesn't have to be us. No, that's right. There's a but lot of qualified people out yes, there. Yes, yes. Ask questions and find out for yourself. And this brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments. My email here is christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E at communityradio.ca. And I'm always grateful for feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday on 97.5 Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. 
goodbye and have a great day.